Hey, this is Pastor Chris. Welcome to worship. I am praying that God speaks to you today in a way that helps you overcome the struggles that you face. You're listening to this because other people are giving to Grace Atumwa. If you have never given to Grace, but you want others to experience hope, you can do so today at graceatumwa.org give. I hope to see you this week in our Facebook group where we dive in deeper together. If you haven't joined in yet, go to Facebook and search for Grace Atumwa Church Online. Now prepare your heart for today's message. God wants to speak to you. Are you brave enough to name one unhealthy habit that you have right now or that you've had in the past. Yeah, I I believe that things like this hold so much power over us when we don't name it. So I'm just going to ask, are you brave enough to name one? I'll name one for you right now. It's this thing. It's this thing that promises us so much happiness and joy and efficiency. And yet, generally, I don't know anyone who scrolls through social media for 45 minutes and is happy. I don't know anyone who scrolls through this first thing when they wake up in the morning and says, oh yeah, that feels so good at the end of that. I just feel refreshed. Usually they're tired. They're exhausted. They're dreading what they're about to go into. I'll tell you one of my bad habits is at the end of the day, scrolling through this stupid thing at the end of the day when I don't have the energy to just stop and put it down on my own. Where are some of yours? Say it in the chat. We are led by our habits. Do you know that? I mean, just look at yesterday. Look at the last work day that you've had. What did you do? You probably did the same thing that you did on the previous work day, right? You woke up. Maybe you're a person. You scroll on your phone first thing. You scroll on it. You scroll on it. You scroll on it. Now you're tired. So you get out of bed. You drag yourself over to the shower. You finish showering. You brush your teeth. Maybe, maybe you you floss, but maybe you're not a flosser. I'm willing to bet you don't decide each day, am I going to floss or not floss? You're either a person who has that habit of flossing or you're not. Maybe you shave. Maybe you don't shave. Maybe you eat breakfast. Maybe you're not a breakfast eater. Maybe you're a Pop-Tart eater. So you grab it, you put it in the toaster, you pop it up on your way out. Maybe you eat it not toasted. I bet you do it the same way each time, though. Maybe you take time with Jesus in the morning. But if you don't have the habit of it, you probably don't. Maybe you drive the same way to, to get to, to work or to take your kids to school. You probably take the exact same path and route you don't think about anymore. Sometimes you might even drive there and suddenly realize, I don't remember anything that happened on the way because I was just following the habit. You have a routine and you follow it every day. And so what I'm going to ask you is, who do you want to be? If we know that we are led by our routines, by our habits, who is it that you're wanting to be? Do you want to be a guitar player? I I tell you what, I I was asking someone who played guitar, who plays guitar really, really well. I said, how did you learn to play that well? And what he told me is five minutes a day. I said, five minutes a day? You're kidding me. No, but you, you play for, for shows in the area. Like, you, you, you are a known name in the guitar area. How, how do you do this? You telling me what you do is you practice for five minutes a day? Yeah, that's the secret. Five minutes a day. Just practice. Five minutes a day. You start a habit. 
you start habit a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. You want to be a great parent? You know what you got to do? You got to figure out a habit that helps you become a great parent with five minutes a day. Do you want to be a loving spouse? You've got to figure out a habit that helps you be a loving spouse with five minutes a day. Do you want to be a world changer? You have to start a habit that helps you do that with five minutes a day. You don't make a decision to one day be a world changer. You don't just do something that changes the world. It's you start a habit. Most of what people see, they're so excited about the achievement, the end result. People cheer. You celebrating 25 years of marriage. But most of what people see misses it. They see the 25 years of marriage. They don't see the little habits that got you there. Much of what you normally do isn't the result of conscious choices. It's the result of daily habits. So I'm just going to ask you, who do you want to be? Our life is the sum total of all the habits that we keep. You could think of your life as a jar, right? And we can only do so much in a day. We can only put in so much in a day. And what we put in to our jar in a day it doesn't actually change us all that much. What we put into it consistently, though, every day, it adds up. It changes who we become. One of the best examples of this I can think of is Jesus. Like, Jesus knew he was the Savior of the world. That's who he was intrinsically. He was the Son of God. And yet, Jesus knew he needed to stay in lockstep with his father's will. He knew he needed to have heaven's will in mind with everything that he did. And so what did he do? He had a habit of prayer. Because he believed with what he needed to do in life, he needed to be in touch with what, what his heavenly father was leading him in. He believed even he wasn't above that kind of a habit. And he had certain triggers, certain prompts that he knew when this happens, when this happened, he saw this cue, he felt this prompting, he needed to go pray. Here are some of his prompts that you just see in scripture. You see, when the crowds are crying in around him and he's feeling overwhelmed, he'd go off away from the crowds and pray. He even started teaching his disciples, do the same thing. Oh, it looks like you're exhausted. Okay, you need to get away and you need to pray. That prompting of I'm exhausted, it means, okay, get away and pray. Put that in the jar, right? He also knew to be in tune with his father's well, he had to have specific times. Early in the morning, that was his routine. Scripture tells us that. Early in the morning, go off and pray. He had a habit. He had a habit for who he was going to be. Do you know goals don't determine our success? We can set goals. That's fine. But you know what's more important? Set habits. You don't rise to the level of your goals, James Clear says from Atomic Habits. You fall to the level of your systems, your habits. What is it that you're putting in your jar every day? Here's another example. This is a man of powerful, powerful habits. He had one habit. He made a difference. This is Daniel. Have you heard of Daniel? If you think of Daniel and you think of kids' stories, you may have heard, if you grew up in church, the story of Daniel and the lion's den. We have this cute animated uh, 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 coloring book of that at our house for our four-year-old. Daniel, 
You may have heard the story of Daniel and the lions, and he got thrown into the lion's den, and the lions didn't eat him, and he was rescued by God. But did you know the story that happened before the lion's den? Do you know how he got there? Do you know why he was able to face down the lions? Here's what scripture tells us about Daniel. Daniel was 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 a an exile. Really, really he was a captive taken from from Israel to Babylon. When the Babylonians uh, took took over uh, t- took over the people of God, they they took the best of the best of the best and they pulled them out and they brought them to uh, to Babylon and and they basically took the leadership out of that community and brought them into Babylon so they'd be more of support to Babylon and their empire. Um, but but they took Daniel because he he was one of the best of the best of the best, right? And then of all the best of the best of the best, they even uh, took some of them and and they raised them up to leadership positions in the empire. And Daniel was one of them. And, and they raised them up into this position and, and, and they actually named 120 people who'd lead the empire on the king's behalf so he didn't have to put in the work for it. And, and, and what scripture says is out of those 120, he, they, they put three of them over top of the 120. And then here's, here's what scripture says in Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Because of his extraordinary spirit, Daniel soon surpassed the other officers and the chief administrators, so much that the king had plans to set him over the entire kingdom. He had such an extraordinary spirit. What is this? His personhood, his character, who he was. He had dedication. He had humility. He had wisdom. And if you read the book of Daniel, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, as, as a person who, who read through Daniel again recently, uh, it's actually a fun one to read through. I listen to it on audiobook, but I, I tell you, it's, it's a humbling book. Uh, God was speaking to me as I was reading. I, I bet you find that as you read scripture too. But the book of Daniel, God was speaking to me about what's God saying to me in, in this. But his, his character, it surpassed all the others. And so the king planned to promote him. See, it's what no one else sees, though, that led to him having that kind of character. See, Daniel had certain habits. He was a man of habits. He implemented his habits and he stuck to them, even in the face of opposition, right? Scripture highlights a couple of them. One of them here is, is he ate healthily. Like He ate healthily to the extent that when he came in as 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 a person into the king's uh, king's house and, and was told, okay, this is what you're supposed to eat because we want you to be, be fed well. He says, that's the way everyone else eats. There's a healthier way of eating. I'm going to eat a cleaner diet than that. So you know what? I'm eating better than that, different than that. He faced some opposition oh. for it, but he stuck to it. And at the end of the trial period, they saw, oh, you are healthier. Okay, you can keep doing this. You know, if you want to have the results that nobody else has, you have to do what nobody else is doing. And taking care of your body is part of that. Here's another one of his habits. He prayed every day. Isn't that funny? It's the same habit Jesus had. He prayed every day. Every day. Every day. It was a habit. He didn't wake up in the morning and said, am I going to pray today? Do I have time to pray today? It was a habit. He implemented it. He kept it firm in his life. 
And then what happened? What happened? He continued to go to God for wisdom. He continued to go to God to lead him. He continued to go to God to show him the way to live. And what happened? He was successful. He got raised up to a high position. But here's the thing we know about success. Success breeds jealousy. You know, other people, they saw his achievements, but they didn't see the connection to his habits. They didn't see what he was doing day after day, putting into his jar, and what led to that. And some of the other people that weren't picked for those high positions that Daniel was being selected for, well, they tried to find weaknesses in him. They tried to find flaws in him. They tried to find something that would disqualify for him for this position that they could show the king so that Daniel would not get this position. Here's what scripture tells us. As a result, the other officers and the chief administrators tried to find some problem with Daniel's work for the kingdom, but they couldn't find any problem or corruption at all because Daniel was trustworthy. You know, there are some habits in our lives that make us trustworthy, that makes us worthy of respect. Scripture says he wasn't guilty of a negligence or corruption. And they talked about this, that if we're going to find something against Daniel, something to pressure the king to kick Daniel out when the king really likes Daniel, it has to be about Daniel's worship of his God because they knew Daniel every day. He was adding in those habits. Every day, he was taking time with his God. So they worked with the king, and somehow they convinced the king to draft a law. A draft a law that anyone who prays for the next 30 days to anyone except for the king would be thrown to the lions. That's right, people were told they could pray to the king. Pray to the king as a deity. But they couldn't pray to any other god for 30 days or else they'd be thrown to the lions and they knew that the king would would call Baxes when he realized this was a trick to get rid of Daniel and so they they said to the king and make this one of the great laws the type of law that cannot be repealed even by yourself and so the king did as we're about to see habits have power for all of you teeth brushers out there, what would you do if there was a law that was signed? It was declared, you saw it everywhere, they posted it. No more brushing your teeth. What would you do when you woke up the next morning? And there's your toothbrush and there's your toothpaste. Would you brush your teeth? I bet you would. I bet you'd still brush them. I bet you'd still brush those teeth because... How could you not? It's what you do every single day. Now listen to this scripture. When Daniel learned that the document had been signed, he went to his house. Now his upper room had open windows that faced Jerusalem. Daniel knelt down and prayed and praised his God three times a day, just like he always did. What did Daniel do? He prayed. It's what he'd always done before. It's one small habit, but it shaped his identity, shaped his life, shaped his faith. Just like you can't just stop brushing your teeth. When you have a toothbrush and you have toothpaste there, and every day, if, if you don't brush your teeth, you're going to feel grimy. You'll feel like, no, this is not right. 
Daniel had this as a habit. He felt the benefits of it every day. Those small habits, those small things. Never estimate how God can do something big through a small habit. Any part of my life that's been successful, any parts of it, even the small things, they've all been part of God-honoring habits. Over time, it changes who I am as a husband, as a dad, as a pastor, as a leader. Now, I'm going to be the first to tell you I'm not perfect because the same is true of anything negative in my life. Anything negative about who I am, they come from small, God-neglecting habits. That change who I am as a husband, and as a dad, as a pastor, and as a leader. What are you putting in your jar every day? What is it? You know, I used to have a habit. I used to have a habit where I would walk my dog every day. Every single day. If it was 100 degrees out, I would walk my dog. If it was raining, I'd walk my dog. If it's snowing... I'd walk my dog. If there's a blizzard, I'd walk my dog. If it's ridiculously January, and it is so, so, so cold out in Iowa, it's below zero, you know what I would do? I'd put on my coat and my gloves, and I'd walk my dog. I underestimated that habit, and so I quit. And I was amazed to find out that within a year, I was out of breath. I got stressed more easily. I was dealing with chronic inflammation. Never underestimate the power of your habits. You know, Daniel prayed every single day. And he also had the faith to stare down a lion. Do you think those two things might be connected? But it didn't start out with going to hang out with the lions. It started out with a daily habit of seeking God in prayer. Based on who you want to become, what is one habit that you need to start? It doesn't have to be big. It's better if it's small. Here's one possible habit. Don't hit snooze in the morning. Just get out of bed. Maybe read scripture in the morning or take time in prayer before you do any social media scrolling. Maybe you get up 15 minutes early. Maybe it's you stop using your phone for anything besides phone calls and texts after 8 p.m. Maybe it's that you're going to take five minutes a day with Jesus. Maybe it's that you're going to spend time with Jesus while your cup of coffee is still hot, and when it's not hot anymore, then you put it down. If you want to be someone who cares, then write one note of appreciation a day. If you want to live a more grateful life, here's what you do. You get a jar, and every day you drop a marble in your jar while you name one thing you're grateful for. How many things will be in that jar in a year? If you want to be shaped by Jesus, take time with Jesus. If you're the person that wants to be organized, you know what you need to do? You need to do a thing that organized people do. You make your bed first thing in the morning. You start there. You start small. You want to raise your kids in the faith? Then pray with them. And I'm not talking about, say, say, a rote prayer. Those are fine. But pray with them. Tell them, here are the things I'm praying about. What are you praying about? If they never see you live your faith, they will never live their faith. And if you don't have a habit of it, if it's just a one-off occasional thing, it's not going to stick. 
If you want to be a person that's focused, here's what you do. You start your day by writing down three priorities. Say, this is what I'm focused on today. If you want to be a person who's healthier, here's what you do. You eliminate soft drinks. Now, you know other ideas. That's not the only possible thing, but you pick one and you make it a habit. Say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm doing something else. What will you put in your jar every day? Or here's the flip side of it. What are you going to stop putting in your jar? Maybe you're going to stop eating sweets before meals. Maybe you're going to stop smoking or stop vaping. Maybe you'll stop drinking every night. Maybe you'll stop taking your frustration out on the people you care about. But if you're going to stop those things, you have to replace those habits with something else. You have to create a new habit. When you create a new habit, how do you do it? It talks, it's, a, it's about intention. By default, you have habits. Everyone has habits unintentionally. But to create a new habit, you have to intend something different. You have to make it easy. You have to make it super, super easy. Maybe your goal is to stop smoking, right? Wonderful. Cut that goal in half. Seriously, cut it in half. Yes, you'd be better off if you cut it out, cut it out entirely, right? But cut it in half. So you won't smoke after a certain time of the day. Make it easy so you can do it. Say, oh, I'd be better off if I had no sweets. You know what? You probably would. I'm just guessing here. But since you're probably not going to do that if you set that as your goal, why don't you just say you're not going to have sweets with supper. For that meal of the day, you won't have sweets. Cut your goal in half. Make your ambitious starting point twice as easy. And then make your habits super obvious. If your goal is to work out in the morning, set your workout clothes out the night before. I have an indoor trampoline, one of those, those little things, just enough for a person to stand on for, for exercising. It was an, an Aldi's, Aldi's find. And, and so I set it out the night before where I can jog out in the morning in a place where I'm not going to wake my, my toddler or my four-year-old up in the morning. You want to read a devotion in the morning? You want to read your Bible? You have a scripture? I, I got a, a new devotional book for Christmas this year looking at the Enneagram. I saw what difference it made in the life of someone I cared about when, when their devotional book was on their specific Enneagram type. I got one for mine this year. And, and so where can I put that? If I put it on the bookshelf, I will probably not remember to do it in the morning. It won't be obvious. And so what if I put it on my pillow? What if I put it on the nightstand? You want to cut back on social media? Great. Keep your phone out of the bathroom. I know. I know. No one wants to admit, but that's where it happens. And it's disgusting. You know where you put that thing? If you want to be a person who writes notes daily, writes notes to people daily, encouragements, then put the cards somewhere that you'll see them. Set a reminder then. Here's the next part. Right? Because you have to make it easy. You have to make it obvious. Third part is you have to set a reminder to get back up after you fall. Make it easy. Make it obvious. Say a reminder to get back up after you fall. I do this once a week. Every Sunday afternoon, here's what I do. I have a list of things to check in on myself with on my habits. It's not a shame thing. It's not, not a bragging thing. It's just a, I look at this list to say, and I also have different messages I want to give to myself. I look at this list to say, these are the habits I said were important to me. How am I living them? What do I need to do to get back on track this week? Because you're going to fall off your goals. You're going to fall off your habits, especially initially. 
When people talk about New Year's resolutions and failing every year, what they're talking about is how they're not reaching their goals, but they don't have a goal problem, they have a habit problem where they haven't created a habit. Because once you have the habit in place, it runs itself. You don't have to decide to brush your teeth anymore. For those of you who are flossers, you don't have to decide to floss anymore, you just do it. For those of you who don't have the flossing habit yet, you don't need to decide either, you just don't do it. What are you going to stop putting in your jar? What are you going to put in your jar instead? Now, are your goals useless? No, absolutely not. The goals help set your direction. But habits are the key if you want to make progress. So decide today, I will do blank after I blank. What's the prompt? What's the trigger? What's the thing that tells you this is the time at this queue, I'm going to do this, right? For Daniel, it was after I eat, I pray. After I eat, I pray. Oh, there's food. I'm going to pray. He didn't have to think about it. For, for Jesus, it was, I'm being overwhelmed with these crowds. I'm going off to pray. There's a feeling attached to it, right? Your feelings, your emotions, that might be a helpful trigger. For those of you who are social media junkies, yeah, absolutely. You might have that trigger where you say, oh, you know what? I'm getting stressed and exhausted and overwhelmed. My normal habit is to pull out my phone and start scrolling at that point. Instead, I'm going to bed. Instead, I'm going to pray, right? You know your habit. You know your process. What are you going to start putting in your jar now? Are you going to drop the morning social media scroll? Is that your new habit? Are you going to add jogging in the morning? Are you going to make it easy by placing and setting out socks the night before so you're ready to go jogging. You even untie your shoes so you're ready to put them on your feet. What are you going to put in your jar? I have that habit every Sunday afternoon. I reset my habits. That habit is that I'm resetting my habits so that when I fall down, I don't stay down. You are more than the person you've been told that you are. You were created by God to live, to really live, and to reflect God's goodness to the people around you. God gave you a responsibility to care for your body, this temple of the Holy Spirit. God gave you a responsibility to care for the people in your life. You were created to be a world changer. And by the Holy Spirit in you, I know that you can do it. Hey, this is Ashley from Grace Atoma. I'm praying you had a meaningful encounter with Jesus during this message. If this message impacted you in a positive way, we'd love to hear about it in our Facebook group, Grace Atoma Church Online. You can support Grace by subscribing to Grace Atoma's YouTube channel. If you'd like to support Grace Atoma's mission, you can give online at graceatoma.org forward slash give.